Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. So a uh, lot of stuff, a lot of stuff on the plate today, including uh, East Palestine, Ohio, where uh, people were told after a uh, massive uh, trained wreck and uh, chemical spill and then the, what was supposed to be a controlled burn, which ended up being a mushroom cloud over uh, East Palestine, Ohio. And by the way, the county that East Palestine is in is uh, 70% Trump voters and most of them uh, pretty much poor white people. It's kind of interesting. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine uh, why, uh, why the federal government hasn't had any sort of uh, uh, response really and why the transportation secretary literally said nothing about it. He actually talked about the fact there are too many white construction workers on construction sites in black neighborhoods. I, I think he got a bad cue from the village people because remember the white the construction worker was white in the village people. But I, I can't figure out why the federal government, which is uh, targeted uh, MAGA supporters and uh, and why you know, they say there's white supremacy, can't even understand why the federal government wouldn't even care about these people at all. This I don't even means know. War. That is where we are. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. There is an ultra right MAGA. Um, contention in this country that wants to overthrow the U.S. government. It is a danger to our democracy. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't even figure out why when you consider that uh, poor white people, largely uh, everybody except for Martha's Vineyard and, uh, and the Hamptons, they're all a bunch of MAGA fascists, you know? So uh, I really, I, I'm, I'm still kind of pinning this down. Why the federal government would, would, wouldn't help these people out? Why the federal government would tell these people, despite the fact that there are flora and fauna dying around the town, just move in, just move back to your house. You're going to have to drink some bottled water. You know, probably want to stay out of the swimming pool. If you got a well, you might want to have a test but otherwise, just move right back home. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to... Do you uh, suppose any of that rhetoric... Uh, largely in front of Constitution Hall, bathed in red light before the midterms, might trickle down to policy. Except the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. Donald Trump isn't just a former president. He is a defeated former president. Did I mention that uh, East Palestine, uh, uh, Ohio, they voted 70% for Trump? We just have to vote, vote. Vote and make sure no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election again. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, I'm talking about the Walmart shoppers. I believe I'm talking about the deplorables that have effectively had their, uh, have been declared war upon by the federal government, by the mainstream media, by big tech, among other things. I mean, they've already declared war on the black community. The Democrat Party declared uh, war on the black community a long time ago with, uh, you know, slavery and Jim Crow and all of that. And then, of course, the Great Society, which destroyed the uh, black family. And then this uh, all uh, wholesale support of abortion, which has caused the decline of the black population by between 20 and 30 percent since 1973. So they're not worried about those black people, those people anymore. They already got those handled. They've already destroyed their schools. They already destroyed their neighborhoods, defunded the police. Now the next, I guess, would be the uh, the MAGA supporters leaving the elites, leaving the uh, World Economic Forum followers and all of that. And, and make no bones about it, if this incident had happened in the Hamptons, 
everybody in the Hamptons would have been uh, completely taken out of the city, put up in fine hotels. Same way Martha's Vineyard, the same damn thing. In New York City, they put up illegal immigrants in $500 a night hotels, and they're telling the poor people of East Palestine to go home and don't drink the water. Out of you, out of your freaking mind. This is unbelievable to me. And if you just take some time and you put two and two together and you realize the people in this country who are, the government doesn't give a rat's behind about, and it's purely political. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. These people should not have been told to go back to their homes for God's sake. There are fish floating in the streams. There are chickens dying in chicken coops outside. But they're saying, ah, you know, it's passed. I mean, there's nothing in the air anymore. Well, hell no. It blew uh, downwind, just like Chernobyl blew downwind into other, star- into other parts of the country. But it's going to be in the drinking supply for decades, for a very long time. And in fact, we really don't know. Here's a, here's a report, by the way, from East Palestine yesterday. State officials sending a message of reassurance to residents in East Palestine, saying the air quality is safe and the risk to the drinking water is low. But they're advising people to use bottled water as they wait for test results to come back. Other than that, just go back to your houses. You'll be just fine. And urge anyone with a well to get it tested. Ohio's governor... Yeah, go ahead and spend the money you don't have to test your well for an accident that was caused by a, by a company that uh, they owe nothing to. They're ...expressing frustration that the train was not considered a high-hazardous material train and the proper officials weren't notified. The Ohio EPA says roughly 3,500 fish have died from 12 different species... Oh, that happens all the time. With chemicals in six different waterways, including the Ohio River. What about the fish that survive and people catch them and eat them? They say a contaminant plume is making its way towards West Virginia, but continues to dissipate. And as many are concerned about wildlife dying, they say there has been no evidence of non-aquatic species dying from the... Really? That's not uh, that's not actually what I've heard, to be quite honest. So I walked up to the cage, and this this is what I found. Amanda Brashears was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning. She probably has hens because she can't afford eggs anymore. When she discovered them all lifeless, practically in the same position, with no signs of a predator entering their enclosure. Oh, that happens all the time. I'm beyond upset and quite panicked because this, they may be just chickens, but they're family. Brashear says her chickens were alive and well yesterday. She believes the smell following the detonation of the train carrying chemicals that derailed in East Palestine. Yeah, usually deadly chemicals have a smell. ...is to blame for her bird's sudden death. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. Yeah, yeah, and then, of course, there's the, uh, there's the fish, lots of fish. At the area well and groundwater are safe, however... After this couple saw dead fish in this creek that you're looking at, they're deciding to not take any chances. That's okay. Those uh, those creeks are just autonomous. None of that stuff gets down to the drinking water. No, actually, that's where the drinking water comes from. Oh, there was hundreds. Russell Murphy is referring to the fish now belly up in Leslie Run. He and his wife noticed them last night, barely 48 hours after the fiery derailment, five miles away. How would you feel going to your home? If you live in the Hamptons or you live in Martha's Vineyard, those are just vacation homes. You don't need to worry about that. 
You just go back to Manhattan. You go back wherever you live. Leave that house alone. Honestly, I got to tell you, you know, I, I've been following this a while. I come from these roots, okay? I come from a farm in Iowa. Uh, I come from a place that we raised all of our own produce. I, I went to McDonald's like twice in my life before I was 15 years old, and, and I grew up poor. And I grew up poor, but not until now have uh, certain groups literally had uh, war declared on them. And we've got a secretary of transportation who is so uh, race uh, obsessed that the first thing that he did in office was say that he was going to get rid of the racist roads in America. And then he said that if some of this infrastructure bullcrap money that's going to be spent is spent in poor neighborhoods, excuse me, in black neighborhoods, the biggest concern that the neighbors should have is not the fact that a bridge is going up and they everything's going to be great, but there are some white construction workers working on the project. It's uh, it's remarkable. And then I, I've had a couple stories that I've been uh, sitting on for a few weeks, including deaths of despair, the unrecognized tragedy of working class immiseration. Did you realize that the fastest rising death rates among Americans uh, were from drug overdoses, suicide, and alcoholic liver disease? Deaths from these causes have increased 56 to 387% depending on the age over the past two decades, averaging 70,000 per year. But in the last couple of years, uh, they've put the pedal to the metal. And a good share of these just happen to be white Americans. And, and why shouldn't they be? Uh, because every day you're told that you're white supremacist. Every day you're told that uh, you're selfish. Every day you're, you are told that you are uh, privileged. And in the meantime, you got to go live in a freaking mobile home in East Palestine and then have your property rained with particulate matter from a chemical spill. And then it kills all sorts of fish and chickens and everything. But the uh, the governor and the federal government says, go into your house. You'll be fine. Just drink some bottled water that you can't afford. You know, it's so bad in East Palestine, uh, Palestine, Ohio, that Aaron Brockovich is telling residents of East Palestine to get out if they don't feel safe after the toxic train explosion and warn locals not to rely on the feds for anything as local wildlife begins to drop dead. Now, again, in New York City, you've got uh, illegals being housed in $500 a night hotel rooms. Uh, you have got, uh, uh, you know, in the, in, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, uh, the Hamptons, or was it Martha's Vineyard? Uh, they they took some illegals up there. That lasted about one night. They had a pizza party and sent them to a military base. But they can't take care of the people of East Palestine, Ohio. You know why? Because they don't care. They could r give a rip about the people of East Palestine, Ohio. Because East Palestine, Ohio, they are uh, Trump supporters. They are patriotic Americans. And they're not uh, in a state uh, in an area that matters to the federal government or to the people who live in Washington, D.C. By the way, if this happened in Washington, D.C. or outside of Washington, D.C., there would be hell to pay. I've got some audio coming up. Uh, Dave McDowell had some uh, great comments about the people of East Palestine, I, Ohio, and uh, and the uh, you know the the class war that we're experiencing, the war on a certain classes of people. Like I said, uh, the war that's already been committed and desecrated the black community. They they feel like they can handle itself. Let's go over here and do this now. 
Uh, that all coming up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's The Rob Carson Show. Coming up on the show, CBS is reporting that the Biden administration not only knew the Chinese spy balloon was entering U.S. airspace, they actually monitored the balloon as it departed China. Okay, so the Biden administration, the uh, U.S. Uh, DOD, knew that China had launched a spy balloon. They tracked it as it went across the uh, the Pacific Ocean and then did a lurch northward to go up toward Alaska and Canada and then go down into the United States where it hovered over our major military installations without any concern, without any attempt to shoot it down. It was actually noticed by a couple of guys who were taking pictures in Wyoming where they could have easily shot it down. They would have might have killed a coyote. But anyway, uh, Joe Biden allowed this thing to <clears throat> traipse across the country, and then he shot it off the East Coast. Uh, made about as much sense as putting on protection after sex. So uh, we'll get to that very shortly. There's, there's just a lot of stuff going on, guys, and, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to tell you, there are uh, a lot of people who, uh, who don't have our best uh, our best fortunes in mind. I'll just I'll just say that. And I was mentioning this because I was talking about <clears throat> East Palestine, Ohio, and I'm I'm not meaning to just to, you know uh, wholesale uh, uh, defend Whitey because I am Whitey. By the way, I'm a white middle class male, middle aged as well. By the way, but uh, if you look at uh, uh, here's a couple studies that I've been sitting on. Um, a working class white Americans now dying in middle age at a faster rate than minority groups. Deaths of despair in midlife rose uh, most dramatically for uh, white non-Hispanic Americans with a high school degree or less, a pattern that diverges sharply from overall rates of deaths of despair in midlife in other rich countries. Uh, so there's a lot of that going on. And, and there are some groups of people that the Democrat Party uh, either just use for their votes or don't care about at all. Clearly, uh, Democrats don't care about white Trump supporters. They don't. Hillary Clinton called us deplorables. Uh, the media and the FBI and the DOJ have declared uh, white supremacy the biggest threat to our country. Uh, while white supremacy is almost non-existent, it's always been a lunatic fringe movement. Uh, if anything, it was started by the Democratic Party and uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest who created the KKK. And uh, the Democrat Party uh, created Jim Crow. <clears throat> and the Dem Democrat Party can be held responsible for the BS that's going on in America's inner cities with the black community. But I guess the uh, the Democrat Party feels like they got that community under control. They aren't worried about them. We They know they have those votes. Uh, they know that people in cities like Baltimore keep, uh, you know, uh, 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 keep electing these morons. And so now they can just uh, not even worry about uh, people in East Palestine, Ohio, uh, when there is a major train derailment because they don't care. The federal government just doesn't care. I had mentioned that Aaron Brockovich has earned those living near the site where the train carrying the toxic waste derailed two weeks ago. Uh, don't trust the government. She's saying don't trust the government. If you're concerned about your own safety, get out of there. And I'm going to tell you, if anybody tells me while there are fish floating in the creek near my house that, uh, you know, don't drink the drinking water while there are chickens dying in the chicken coop out back, I'm not going to go back home. But you see, people in East Palestine can't afford to do anything else. They either have all their relatives living in East Palestine or they don't have any money for a hotel. 
And that was one of the things that uh, I guess some of the powers that be in Ohio said to the people of East Palestine, oh, just go find a hotel and, and keep your receipts. Well, a lot of people in East Palestine, uh, I mean, honestly, a, a weekend away at the Motel 6 would be living high on the hog. It really is uh, uh, quite remarkable, quite revealing, and really, really sickening. Here is uh, Dagan McDowell. I believe she was on Fox talking about this. I, I like her a lot. Here's what she has to say about the people in East Palestine and how the federal government and, uh, and the media doesn't care. Democrats, liberals, and the left have repeatedly denigrated people like those who are now uh, living in this Chernobyl, if you will. But, you know, those people are privileged, you see. They're white people, so they're privileged. Now, they live in poverty, don't get me wrong, and, and, they, and they have hard-scrabble lives, and they retire uh, if they're lucky, and, uh, and they collect a little bit of Social Security, but uh, they're privileged. That is East Palestine, Ohio, calling them deplorables bitterly clinging to their guns and bottles. Oh yeah, there was that. Yeah. Smelly Walmart shoppers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Walmart shopper myself actually. My wife goes to Target. I like people at Walmart better. It's a more diverse community. Thank you. Here's more from Degan McDowell. People quite frankly like Buttigieg and people who represent Biden and his administration, even Biden himself have showed their disdain. Uh disdain that runs deep and wide. It started with the bigger, bitter clingers line with uh, Barack Obama clinging to your gun in the Bible. They hate people. And, and, then, and then on top of this, you got the FBI going after uh, uh, Catholics. You've got the DOJ going after CRT, protesting parents. Uh, you've got uh, uh, people who have declared war on, uh, on uh, crisis pregnancy centers and Catholic church around the country with Roe v. Wade going away. Do I have to add this all up? What does it all add up to? Well, I think you kind of get it. Uh, here's a little bit more from uh, Dagan McDowell talking about our transportation secretary, one of the biggest chemical spills we've seen in decades, and a plume of toxic gas above a small community, uh, and yet he didn't have anything to say about it. Pete Buttigieg has really hit a new low here. He couldn't pick up his phone and maybe record a video for the people of East Palestine, Ohio, from empathy to antipathy. It's disgraceful. It is uh, disgraceful. Uh, and this coming as uh, uh, people can't afford to eat. Uh, by the way, these uh, people in East Palestine, if they're lucky, they got a Dollar General. Uh, and that's where they buy their groceries because they can't afford Walmart. A little bit more on this. Also, some uh, inflation news you need to hear. And, uh, yeah, a Chinese balloon, they saw it when it launched from China. And the United States government, with Joe Biden, said, let it float. That's all coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Bitanic sets sail on January 20th, 2021. Now she's taking on water in a big way. It's the Rob Carson Show. Pete Buttigieg has really hit a new low here. He couldn't pick up his phone and maybe record a video for the people of East Palestine, Ohio, from empathy to, to antipathy. Uh, to work with your community colleges on building a workforce that reflects the community. That's right. 
We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a, a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, but everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing, doing the good-paying jobs don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You know, this is typical uh, white guilt, uh, liberal white guilt. This is the same stuff that drives things like uh, getting rid of Aunt Jemima. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, the, the family of Aunt Jemima, they're very upset because Aunt Jemima was a big deal. She paid the family bills for a very long time. She used to be in parades and everything. She was a hero. But a bunch of white libs decided after George Floyd died in Minneapolis, they'd get rid of Aunt Jemima. And then they decided to defund the police. You know why? Because it's this this uh, white liberal, I got this kind of thing. They step in and they go, oh, I got this. No, 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 no. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I'll be offended for you. I will make sure that the police are gotten rid of. Meanwhile, people in communities are going, uh, we, we want the police, um, yet we'd like to keep our businesses and stuff. And there's, uh, you know, Pete Buttigieg. Literally uh, two weeks after this, uh, this train debacle in East Palestine, Ohio, not even talking about it. He hasn't said anything about it yet. Uh, there is a meeting tonight in East Palestine. Uh, again, I'll tell you, in New York, they roll out the red carpet to illegals, put them up in $500 hotel rooms, but they can't pay for hotel rooms for the very tiny community of East Palestine. Are you out of your mind? Whether that be federal, whether that be local. Let's go to uh, Tony and Woodlawn. He'd like to uh, sound over this. Tony, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Um, yes. Well, um, I'm trying to understand how are you jumping directly to Pete Buttigieg and just skipping over everything Ohio? Because the uh, train rail system is federal. Okay. Okay. What, Thanks, what, Tony. I appreciate your call. No, no, but no, no what? Hello, hello? Yeah, no, no, no. It's part of interstate commerce, and the no. Department of Transportation is in charge of it. Go ahead. So between the governor of Ohio and, I believe, Pennsylvania, they made the decision to do what they did. What do you mean? So, again, how is that Pete Buttigieg's fault? Uh, Pete Buttigieg is in charge of it. That's fine, but I'm, what I'm trying okay. to How can you just say he's in charge of it and then let it go? Tony, he's in charge of it. Why? What, let me just ask you this. Why has he not even commented about it, Tony? I said between the governors of Pennsylvania and Ohio, yes. they decided to do what they did. Tony, obviously you're not understanding fire, what I'm saying. So and. and which he can't. Should he fire the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio? Okay, geez. Yeah, sure. He can fire the governor of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Honestly, I have no time for this nonsense, Tony. Thanks for the call. I'm not going to sit here and beat you, you over the head trying to make a point when you're so thick-skulled you don't listen. It's not the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio, although they have both sounded off on it. I'm not appreciative of the way Mike DeWine is handling the situation, but Pete Buttigieg hadn't said a thing about it, and this is about interstate commerce. This is about the, the rail system in America. Same way with pipelines. It's not individual governors who are in charge of that. It's the Federal Department of Transportation, among others, and the Department of Energy, among others. That's why, Tony, I don't know what his point was, to be quite honest. I kept trying to tell him the most important reason why I brought it up, and then he just said, well, yeah, but I'm, if you're going to 
just uh, whiz on the premise and move on to whatever point you're trying to make, avoiding the main crux of the argument, which is the Department of Transportation, the Federal Department of Transportation, under the direction of a man who has no experience at all in transportation, no working knowledge of the transportation system in America, who has not fixed the supply chain crisis in America under his watch. We've watched air travel descend into abject chaos. Uh, we also saw, for the first time since 9-11, every airline flight in America uh, stopped for part of a day last month. They stopped all flights for a period of time. He's the Department of Transportation Secretary. That's his job. The rail systems in America, including, well, you know, like Amtrak. Amtrak runs on those rails. That's under the auspices of the Federal Department of Transportation. And, of course, Let's not forget the Department of Energy. So that's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Do I uh, put any responsibility on the governor of Ohio? Yeah, but at least he's said something about it. The federal government has said anything about it. I don't recall hearing Joe Biden. I haven't heard a thing from Joe Biden. He did, went some, did some speaking yesterday. He could barely utter a sentence. But he hasn't talked about this. I mean, how often, guys, do we have three male major uh, rail uh, uh, derailments in the last couple of weeks, one of them with an explosive cloud of toxic gas and uh, toxic chemicals leaking into creeks, killing wildlife, uh, killing fish, and then uh, people being told, just go home, you're fine, just drink water, just drink bottled water, which you can't afford, and if you own a well, you might want to get that water tested. Okay, do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I mean, these are the same people who gave you uh, lead pipes in places like, you know, uh, East St. Louis. I mean, these are the people who are in charge of, uh, of America's inner cities, and, and we've all seen where, where that's gone. So that's the argument here. Where is the Secretary of Transportation? While he's worried about woke nonsense, people in, uh, in East Palestine, Ohio, are just told, hey, you know, go home, it's no big deal. No big deal at all. Honestly. I mean, that's what he, he, he said. He's more concerned about uh, the, the, and this is, this is such a, uh, a whiff by our federal government in so many ways. The American people are suffering in untold ways, mostly uh, inflation, uh, mostly uh, with regard to, you know, the cost of energy for their homes. You've got a, a dozen eggs now cost more than a pound of beef. That's the first time in 40 years that has happened. Twelve eggs cost more than a pound of beef uh, for the first time since uh, re records began in 1980. People are having to shop at Dollar General instead of Walmart because they can't afford uh, Walmart. A dozen eggs cost 482 in January 2023. The other day I went and bought my two uh, 18 packs of eggs that I get every about two or three weeks because I got two kids at home and my wife and me. And they went from, I believe they were like uh, just under $6. Now they're $9. I live in the Midwest, so eggs are probably a little bit more plentiful. We're a little closer to the source. But you got that. What else? What else you got? Uh, oh, oh, this is interesting. Vanguard is reporting the number of uh, hardship withdrawals from 401ks. Hardship withdrawals allow someone to access their 401k for immediate and heavy financial le uh, need, I should say. About 2.8% of workers participating in the employee-sponsored 401k plans are claiming hardship, a major increase in the uh, 
the rate uh, recorded before the pandemic, and they're doing it because uh, rising shelter, gas, fuel prices have taken a toll on consumers. You look at some of the things that are uh, costed us more, housekeeping supplies 12% up from last year, motor vehicle repair up 23%, delivery up 15%, household energy 16% since last year. Eggs up 70% compared to a year ago. Cereals up 15%. You you add this up with a lot of other nonsense that's going on around the country. You've got uh, three train derailments. You've got uh, attacks on food processing plants around the country, all sorts of arsons by the dozens. And you know what? I don't, I don't like to delve into conspiracy crap because that's generally really what I think it is. But there's a point where you've got to go, well, what's going on here? There have been attempts at uh, taking out and actually legitimate, uh, successful targeting of uh, power substations around the country. And then, lo and behold, after two years of, uh, of China and Joe Biden's presidency declaring war on the United States of America in a myriad of ways, and America being uh, the weakest it's been, not only in the eyes of the world, but as far as uh, you and I are concerned, Pretty darn weak. Uh, you've got uh, inflation. You got the COVID shutdowns, the mass unemployment that that's taken. You've got you've got uh, uh, the open borders with 108,000 people dying of drug overdoses last year, and 70 percent of those fentanyl poisonings from fentanyl from China. And then the exclamation point on all of it, a big old spy balloon is allowed to not only fly over our airspace, but our uh, DOD and the President of the United States watch the sucker take off from China. So when you add all that stuff up together, it makes you kind of scratch your head a little bit and makes you kind of wonder if uh, there is a war against you and me going on. And I mentioned this a year ago. I said, if China is going to declare war, all right, are you nut? They already have. They already have. COVID. COVID. Just think about it. Even John Stewart admitted, wow, you know, <clears throat> the virus came from uh, Wuhan, China, where there is a lab where they were doing gain-of-function research on just such a virus funded by Anthony Fauci and his department at the NIH. And then after the, uh, the city of Wuhan was shut down, uh, international travel was allowed to happen. And then, as we're wondering where this came from, our federal government, uh, the CDC, the HHS, in combination with big social media and the mainstream media, said that we couldn't question where it came from because that was xenophobic. And then uh, doctors said, well, if we're going to have to deal with the pandemic, maybe we need to know how to treat it. And since we don't have a vaccine and since uh, respirators don't seem to be doing it, well, how about uh, hydroxychloroquine or how about ivermectin? Nope, that was verboten. You couldn't say that. You could only take the vaccine once it was approved by emergency authorization. And then you couldn't question uh, the vaccine's efficacy. And then you couldn't question vaccine mandates. And then you couldn't question people being kicked out of the military and out of the private sector for not taking the vaccine for religious grounds. I'd go on and on. If you think any of this is normal, uh, you're out of your nut. You're out of your nut. So I think 
Pete Buttigieg should stop focusing on woke nonsense and get his ass to East Palestine, Ohio. And I think the President of the United States ought to be talking about it, maybe flying Air Force One out there. Air Force One seems to go everywhere, including to, to uh, mass shooting sites where the narrative ends up being proven false. Or maybe they're just trying to play you. Uh, on the way, I've got the audio from CBS with regard to the uh, Chinese spy balloon. The U.S. Department of Defense and Joe Biden knew about it uh, the moment it took off. Makes you kind of wonder if we're being lied to. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's The Rob Carson Show. Oh, I love the sound of internal combustion engines, don't you? You know, it's amazing. The federal government can come up with $100 billion for a de facto war with Russia, but they can't uh, declare an emergency, send national resources, uh, evacuate a town in uh, in Ohio to save the people. They just say, hey, you don't drink the water and go back home despite the fact that everything's dying around you, including the fish and the bird populations and the wildlife populations. It's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of funny. And then there's this. A Chinese spy balloon. Would you like to fly in a Chinese spy balloon? This is Jim Gassett. How would you like to fly in a Chinese spy balloon? Biden doesn't care how much the Chinese spy. Because he's their guy. He's bought and paid for. The big guy. Give secrets away, cause our president's a really big buffoon, buffoon. We are compromised, thanks to President Buffoon. <laughs> Eyes up in the skies in a Chinese spy balloon. Sleepy Joe does nothing but just ramble on. Is this Red Dawn? Well, it could be. Red Dawn. Up, up and away in a Chinese spy, a Chinese spy balloon. That is uh, Jim Gossett. Balloon. You want to check out his uh, website. It's under newsmakerline.com. It's newsmakerline. It's not Jim Gossett. It's newsmakerline. Uh, it's a bit that he does on the radio. So just go to uh, newsmakerline.com if you want to check out Jim Gossett's, uh, Gossett's work. Uh, when, when I saw the Chinese spy balloon flying over the country, uh, my blood ran cold. I didn't look at it as a, uh, a balloon. I didn't look at it as a weather satellite. And China said it was a weather satellite. Remember that? They, they said it was a weather balloon. Why would you shoot that down? And the, the Department of Defense knew it wasn't a weather balloon. Dear God, if our if our uh, intelligence gatherers intelligence gatherers are so cartoonish that they don't discover a spy balloon uh, program by our major enemy until after they floated a balloon over the continental United States and over our military installations, then they're worthless. And I said this. I'm wait wait wait. I'm like, 
We're the closest we've been to uh, uh, midnight with the doomsday clock because of a conflict with Russia, uh, that where we're spending more than Russia's defense budget on a de facto war with them after Joe Biden. And I'll just go ahead and say it. I absolutely believe, and I think the facts uh, point to the fact, to, to uh, the belief that uh, Joe Biden had something to do with blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. So you add that to the mix, and then... Oddly enough, some of the major places where the Chinese spy balloon floated over were our Minuteman missile silos and our uh, strategic bomber locations. Dear God, do I have to spell this out for you? Here is CBS's report yesterday. This is CBS. Back here in Washington, there is breaking news tonight on that Chinese spy balloon. CBS News has just learned that U.S. intelligence watched the high-flying airship as it lifted off near China's south coast. That means the U.S. military had been tracking it for nearly a week before it entered U.S. airspace, longer than originally known. They've been lying to you about everything. The DOD has been lying to you about everything. CBS's Nancy Cordes is at the White House. So, Nancy, they were watching this from the beginning? They were, Nora. And what they saw was this balloon heading east from China towards Guam and Hawaii. But then it took a sharp northward turn. Oh, huh, that's weird. A beeline towards Alaska. They also revealed today that the three subsequent objects they shot. The people in charge of this need to be court-martialed. Down probably were not involved in spying. The three objects shot down this weekend may have been harmless research balloons. Now, this is kind of interesting. So Joe Biden tracks the, uh, the balloon across the ocean uh, through the United States where it was allowed to hover above our most sensitive military sites and then exit. Then they shoot it down six miles off the coast. They're still trying to recover the, uh, the instruments there. They haven't been able to do that. And then Joe Biden wags the dog by ordering the shoot down or somebody ordering the shoot down of uh, non-threatening weather balloons to do a little CYA. Uh, that's what I'm gathering. How about you? That's now a leading theory for the intelligence community. There's strong consideration that these uh, objects are indeed benign. They won't know for sure until they find the debris. They're in very difficult terrain. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff... Yeah, and by the way, uh, General Mattis also said that Russia had lost the war yesterday. So, uh, yeah, uh, stay vigilant, guys. That's all I got to say right now. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. These are historic and troubling times. Perhaps considering all of the violence in American cities, you're considering a firearm. Check out European American Armory Corp. at eaacorp.com. Skip the high-priced names and get the features and price you want in your next firearm. EAA specializes in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms in the U.S. market since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol. EAA Corp. has it. Now, there's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA. EAA says, skip the big names, get the quality, and features you deserve, and let us earn your respect. Visit eaacorp.com, that's eaacorp.com, to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. eaacorp.com, that's eaacorp.com. 
Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids. It's uh, already Thursday. How about that? Welcome to the show. I guess, uh, you know, my my, heart, my body is in the studio, but my heart is with Ryan Seacrest as he announces he's stepping down from live with Ryan and Kelly. Actually, no, I could really care less. He's worth a couple hundred million dollars, and uh, he's moving on to another stages in his career, and he never has to work again. So, boo frickity hoo Anyway, well, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to uh, to get to on the show. And, you know, every once in a while, you uh, you ask yourself... And you say, uh, you know, uh, you say, you know, God's only going to give me uh, uh, enough that I can handle, right? And and, and I'm kind of having one of those days. <laughs> it's just one of the. It's just I, I, I'll just be honest. I, I went to record my TV show this morning, and I and I finally get done. And I I start recording my TV show. I start really doing the research and all the video clips and all that on Sunday. And then I tape it uh, Thursday morning. And I got done this morning and realized there was something wrong with the entire show. So I need to start over again. But then I'm kind of like going, you know, I really have nothing to complain about because I don't live in East Palestine, Ohio. That's one thing. You know, there are a lot of things that could be a whole lot worse. And so, you know, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, you kind of reanalyze and you go, okay, I got a job to do. I got a job to do. And so, you know what my job is today to entertain you, to inform you, maybe even motivate you. Because believe it or not, there's some good news happening in the world, in the country, particularly in a small university in Kentucky. We'll get to that later on the show. But I think that, uh, you know, right now, if we're going to kind of sum everything that's going on in the world, I really do believe that we are in an existential battle between good and evil. I know that sounds very uh, pejorative and very what, but I do. I mean, honestly, if you believe in the principle of for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, uh, you know, for every evil, there is a good, etc., then you have to believe in the, the uh, energy that's happening right now. And there's a lot of things that are tearing us apart, and there's a lot of things, I think, that can bring us together. So uh, let's get to it, shall we? Let's get to it. Let's start with what's going on in uh, East Palestine, Ohio. And I guess the President of the United States and his Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, is going to uh, do a flyover. I heard yesterday they're going to do some sort of flyover. I've seen nothing about this today. All I know is that Pete Buttigieg, two weeks into this crisis in East Palestine, Ohio, he was still talking about uh, the racial makeup of uh, construction crews. Which says to me he is completely unserious and unqualified for his job. And then let me just say this. It is time that we removed people from office when they don't know what the hell they're doing and when they fail. We have to have some sort of an option to remove people like Pete Buttigieg uh, from the uh, being Secretary of Transportation. You had another moron, uh, this Sam Brenton. They put this, this buffoon who couldn't pass a security check in charge of our nuclear waste. This, this uh, I don't even know what the hell sex this person is. I don't care. All I know is that this person is an exhibitionist who shows a serious lack of character and couth, and uh, they put this person in charge of uh, nuclear waste disposal in our country, then find out that this buffoon, this clown, was stealing uh, luggage off of uh, baggage carousels and uh, and ruining people's lives and vacations by taking the bags, you know, and honestly. And then you got got morons who are uh, just essentially political payback in positions like Secretary of Transportation, 
which I got to tell you, we got to get to the point where, like what, you know, uh, we got to get to the point where we could take the captains of industry, the people who have legitimately proven themselves in different fields in charge of uh, these the secretary ships or whatever you want to call them. All right. Pete Buttigieg was put in charge of the transportation department because he rode on a, a train in uh, in college. It is honestly, it's a, not a serious choice, and we are seeing a lot of the uh, the problems associated with his tenure, where he had the audacity and the ignorance to literally say the most important thing about building a project, say for instance in a uh, uh, in a black neighborhood, is that the uh, the poor black kids who are watching a new highway being built will see a white person on the construction crew. All right, that means you're not serious about a damn thing, and honestly, it's time we were move people from uh, Kamala Harris the biggest moron to ever be the president or the vice president of the United States oh but Dan Quayle you know what Dan's Quayle misspelled potato shut up this woman has no clue what she's doing she was put in charge of the border uh, and she was going to get to the root causes of the immigration crisis guess what I figured out the root causes of the immigration crisis on day one it's called policy it's called broadcasting to the rest of the world that our southern border is open and you can come here and this includes a whole lot of people who are not our friends including an 800 percent increase in chinese nationals across the southern border this the same week we find out that china was allowed to uh, launch a spy balloon from china which our the powers that be and our Department of Defense watched it as it left. They know that China is a threat to America. They are the biggest threat to America. You know that. I know that. Everybody with any common sense knows that China is the biggest threat to America right now. They are not our friend. Donald Trump said that, by the way. But Joe Biden's been bought and paid for by the Chinese government. Just look at his different endowments and his different institutes at universities that launder money. All right. So the DOD allows this thing to float across the ocean, then take a sharp turn northward and go to Alaska. And then it was allowed to go through Canada and come down and hover above our most secure military installations, including where they house the Minuteman missile silos, which contain a good share of our intercontinental ballistic missiles. Then it went down to Whiteman Air Force Base, where our B-2 bombers are stored, and a sundry uh, military hardware. And then it's allowed to cross the country again to more military installations, taking its own time to where the Biden administration decided to save face. They'd shoot it down after all of the damage had been done six miles off the coast and they still don't have the wreckage for it so it's time to start acting like adults and it is time to say no to those who don't want to act like adults and it's time to say no to the nonsense with regard to what's going on in East Palestine, East Palestine, Ohio, this is a 70% Trump voter uh, bastion. It is a small town, and uh, the powers that be decided for some inane reason that rather than, I don't know, keeping the uh, tanks that had been flipped over and were on fire cool with water, all right, bringing in lots and lots of water to cool the tanks down, to, uh, to uh, slow things down and then maybe drain the tanks, some 
idiot decided that the best thing to do would blow the mother scratcher up. Just blow it up. Just boom. Just everything, all the chemicals, everything. Burn it. Let it go into the atmosphere. Let it drift away. That happened way over a week ago. That was a giant ecological disaster. Uh, right now, we are just beginning to see the real fallout from this. And guess what we've discovered? Well, we've discovered that people from the EPA have gone out with a, uh, a, a contractor, uh, uh, somebody who does uh, uh, water testing and air testing, and they went to hundreds of people's residents around the vicinity and said that they will do testing on their water and whatnot as long as they sign a waiver not to hold that company, the train company, or the EPA liable for any damage. And apparently a whole lot of people did. But some people didn't. And by the way, the uh, people in charge, the idiot mayor of Ohio and the new buffoon that they uh, elected in Pennsylvania, although, you know, in Pennsylvania, I think, I'm thinking Doug Mastriano would have been a better choice for governor. How about you? How about somebody who's been in the theater of uh, war? You know, how about somebody who's got a, a career that has been uh, uh, completely characterized by service, okay, who was characterized as some sort of a bat guano crazy uh, right winger, but he never was. I know Doug Mastriano, who would have been a better choice than Josh Stinking Shapiro, who's done nothing with regard to this crisis. And let me also just say, where in the hell is FEMA? Where in the hell has the EPA been? <clears throat> Governor Mike DeWine, who is a cartoon, he looks like Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters, and he's about that smart, too. Where was he when he uh, when he decided to tell people, go home and drink the bottled water? He just says, go home and drink the bottled water. Oh, really? Well, first of all, most of the people in East Palestine don't uh, drink bottled water. You know why? Because they can't afford bottled water. But he just said, go home, go back to your houses, and drink the bottled water. Where are all of the agencies of government? And by the way, the uh, the uh, Transportation Department is in charge of those railroads. They are interstate railroads. They should have been first on the scene. Pete Buttigieg had been first on the scene. But I, I don't know exactly what their reasoning was, if they just don't care about a, uh, a mostly white, impoverished, uh, mostly Trump voter area of the country. I'm thinking that's most of it. But why weren't they there to start with? I said this yesterday. I said, if you can come up with airline tickets for illegals streaming across the border, five billion of them in the last two years, and somehow the federal government is allowed to bring them in, uh, part of them, process them, put them on airplanes or buses around the country, and then when they arrive in different municipalities, like New York, get put up in a $500 hotel room. Meanwhile, you've got a whole bunch of people in East Palestine, Ohio, and nobody's doing D-word for them. Not a darn thing. And you know why? It's because, I'll just be honest, they're white trash, right? Aren't they just white trash? And I'm not talking, I'm not meaning to make this about race, but I'm going to tell you there are several groups of people in this country that nobody cares about. One of them, inner city black kids. Nobody cares about them because the Democrat Party has had a monopoly on the black vote forever, and they just expect the black vote regardless of the abuses and usurpations. 
as far as the the uh, 70% Trump white trash people in flyover country like in East Palestine, well, there's nothing they're going to be able to do to change their votes, so screw them. Screw them, who cares? Here's the number, by the way, 800 I've got more uh, audio with regard to what happened in East Palestine. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of, uh, of stuff with regard to Biden documents. And then I do have some good news because, as I mentioned on the show starting a few weeks ago when DeMar Hamlin's heart stopped, I think that really uncovered a good that has always been, that has been usurped by all the crazy of the last couple of years. And we will get to all of that as the show progresses. This, my friends, is a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show. They shut down your kid's school. They forced them to wear masks. They taught them CRT and radical transgender nonsense. Now, Mama Bear and Papa Bear are pissed. It's the Rob Carson Show. The other day I saw the mushroom cloud above uh, East Palestine, Ohio, and um, I-, I thought it had been photoshopped. I said uh, online, I said, hey, be careful. This might be, uh, you know, something that's not real. This might be a hoax. And then I realized, oh, my God, this is real. <clears throat> and if you look at it as it, as it goes up into the low cloud ceiling and then the, uh, the shots above, you see the brown spot in the... Uh, not the stratosphere, but <clears throat> but the top of the cloud top, and you realize how how un- unbelievable this is, and then you realize also that this is a very akin to a, a nuclear explosion, which means that uh, particulate matter gets airborne and it spreads it. And we've also heard that uh, birds are dying and dogs are dying and foxes are dying. And I heard a guy the other day said, I'm not seeing any sparrows in my yard. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, remember, remember back in the seventies, maybe you're a little kid like me, remember times beach, you know, you, you found out about this impoverished community that they'd been taking this uh, waste oil and spraying it on the roads. And it turns out to have like dioxin and all sorts of crap in it. And nobody cared about anybody. Uh, you know, remember, and remember the Aaron Brockovich story, you know, there's Pacific Gas and Electric and they've got uh, also at chromium, what the hell, in the, uh, in the water and, and nobody even cares. And, and that's kind of the vibe I'm getting with East Palestine, Ohio, this little uh, town. And, and this is where I'm from, man. I'm from Neola, Iowa. If this happened outside of Neola, Iowa, probably the same damn thing. Although Neola is close to Omaha, Nebraska, so it might have a little bit more of an impact. But honestly, this is flyover country. This is out in the sticks. This is why all the rednecks of the white trash live, right? So why the hell should you care about it? It really is. They should have had truckloads of water. They should have had people evacuated from that town. They should have put them up in hotel rooms just like they do illegal immigrants and all of this crap. But they didn't. And today, Joe Biden and uh, Pete Buttigieg, they're going to try and do a little CYA like they really care. And they don't. By the way, uh, residents of the Ohio village where uh, derailed Norfolk Southern train cars were altogether transformed into a toxic inferno said that the uh, EPA affiliates were pushing contracts on locals, purportedly looking to minimize liability around air monitoring tests. This is a guy who uh, apparently is a hazardous weights expert, somebody who's worked on the railroad. And by the way, uh, maybe we should have somebody, I don't know, who's worked on the railroad all the live long day or their entire career in charge of the transportation department instead of some fop who was a uh, elected mayor of, uh, of South Bend, Indiana, who has no clue about anything, but he checks a couple of boxes. 
so everybody can say he's gay he's married he's adopted some kids okay great now do your job this is a guy named sil caggiano and he is calling into question what the hell they were thinking when instead of just uh, draining the tanks after they cooled, they just decided to blow them up. And I was identifying what was in based on UNID numbers or train car numbers. And when they told me their plan, you know, at that point you had a few cars burning. Uh, they had unmonitored hand lines there keeping the tankers cool. And then I find out that they're pulling the unmonitored uh, hand lines keeping the tankers cool. Yeah. So that's just going to cause the, uh, the the tanker cars to heat up, which they did. Yeah, let's go ahead and turn the water off. Let them heat up and see what happens. And then they announced that one was during, you know, very near catastrophic failure. And I said, well, if they don't put water back on it, it's going to continue to heat up. Yeah. And it's going to, what's called a blevy, and it's going to damage other containers. And then I was told, no, they're going to detonate all these cars so that it doesn't happen. I could tell you, uh, Mr. Carlson, <laughs> I've been looking at rail incidents over and over because in Youngstown, Ohio, there's three rail lines that run through our town. Yeah. So as a chief and as a uh, instructor, I trained my guys to anticipate stuff. And I would go case study after case study after case study, coming up with different scenarios just to keep it, it going. And I've never once in 39 years ever heard of them blowing up train cars, right. dumping all the chemicals into a trench. And lighting them on fire. I was, you know, I, I was dumbfounded. I, 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 I don't even know where to, where to start. My father worked for a uh, pipeline company <clears throat> when I was in high school, uh, and uh, and I worked there as well, uh, Williams Brothers Pipeline, and and so I'm kind of familiar with what happens when uh, when uh, things leak. And I also grew up on a farm. Uh, every once in a while, you see an anhydrous ammonia tank fall over or something, and and the anhydrous ammonia it it rests in ditches, and and it, it it's it's heavier than air, and so they can get it out of there. They generally can go in and they can have cleanup crews. This they just decided to blow it up. It makes no sense whatsoever. It make, so either, I don't even know, is it, is it just incompetence? Not even sure. Let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California, first caller of the day. Sean, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, brother? Well, greetings from West Libertaria. <laughs> yes. And uh, have you ever uh, read or seen that movie Atlas Shrugged? Um, uh, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Why? Do you remember the train wreck in that? I do not remember the train wreck, but go ahead. Well, the, uh, Anne ran into great detail on the events leading up to a train wreck and all the impact that all the delusional incompetence had yes. causing the train wreck. Yes. And after seeing that, these, what happened in East Palestine, Ohio, it's, it's like it's out of that book. Yeah, you're right, Sean. And also, uh, you, you've got to kind of wonder about a, a DOD that would allow a Chinese spy balloon in the same week to fly over our country unencumbered. It makes you wonder whether this is sheer incompetence or they're legitimately trying to uh, wreck us. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Here's a number, 800-922-6680. Don't, I'm not going to get you down here. We, we can fight this. I'm just trying to expose this first. Then we can decide where we go from here. We have to be there for those folks in Ohio. I don't care where you're from. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. 
Just wait till he hears them on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show. If there had been a train derailment in the Hamptons, then, uh, my God, this would have been the end of the world. It would have been wall-to-wall coverage. It would have been on Good Morning America Today show every time a show. They would have been doing, uh, you know, telethons for crying out loud, you know, help the billionaires. Oh, they're in a toxic cloud. But none of that when it's East Palestine, Ohio. Because you know why? Because East Palestine, Ohio is filled with uh, white trash deplorables. That's what it is. They're the white trash deplorables. See, this is my uh, wheelhouse because... <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in small town America, uh, not racist, by the way, not not racist, just, uh, you know, just where we lived. And uh, these people uh, work hard and don't have a whole lot. They really don't. They don't have a whole lot. So when you're confronted with the idea that you uh, your, your home has been coated with uh, uh, deadly chemicals from a train derailment, they decided to blow up just to burn it off, I guess. And then you're told to go home. Generally, you got to go home because you can't afford uh, to go stay in a hotel. Chances are a good share of your relatives live in the town that you live in. And uh, you know what? You just kind of swept aside by the mainstream media because you don't matter. Because you don't matter. But, uh, but everybody matters to me. And, uh, and consequently, uh, you know, I hope that there is a uh, national effort to help out the folks in East Palestine. Um, there's a, a bunch of people in East Palestine who said that, uh, for instance, there's a, uh, a couple who lives uh, near there, uh, 1.5 miles away from the derailment. They said they let their two-year-old healthy dog go out to the bathroom. The dog never returned. He was dead in the yard. He was dead in the yard. Apparently on this uh, train there were uh, three chemicals that uh, uh, aboard the breached trains, ethylene glycol, monobutyl ether, ethyl hexyl acrylate, and isobutane. Now, and there's another thing called phosgene, which was used in chemical warfare at the turn of the last century. Yeah. So they released uh, 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 chemical warfare elements into the air, and that drifted not only e- over East Palestine, but on into uh, in Pennsylvania. And there are Pennsylvania uh, uh, municipalities that are experiencing all sorts of uh, very, very dangerous things. This is uh, Caitlin Schwartzwalder. She is a uh, resident of East Palestine. She is a dog breeder. <clears throat> She's a dog breeder. That's what a lot of people in the... Uh, poor areas do is they will uh, be dog breeders and and hopefully a reputable dog breeder my mother was a reputable dog breeder by the way but uh, she says that um when the epa and the folks from the uh the railroad came to her house to uh, test the water and test the air and everything they were given a big waiver that they needed to sign so they couldn't hold anybody liable for the spill we were told um by norfolk personnel that the, the agencies that were coming to our home to test were from independent laboratories. Now, what I can tell you firsthand is that we had a gentleman from C-Tech, which is the you know, so-called independent laboratory. He was sitting in our driveway from the, the night of the derailment. And we huh. had spoken to him you know, just very informally, and he said that, and I quote, uh, we follow around the railroad when they make mistakes, and they are happy to have us here. Um, and when, you know, CTEC came to our facility to test our air, they had not offered the services of water at that point in time. Uh, they handed me a contract that essentially said that I needed to hold Norfolk, their affiliates, not limited to, but including CTEC, uh, harmless of any future. You didn't sign it. In terms of. 
Oh, of course not. Yeah, this is not the Jen, uh, Glenn Beck show, by the way. Um, but unfortunately, 340 other residents did sign it. And and that's where my... Because they can't afford their own tests. My heart just breaks for these people because we don't know the long-term repercussions of what these chemicals no. can do in our air, to our environments, to our homes, to our businesses. And they've signed their rights away in the hopes that they're getting help and the right answers from these organizations. And what I can tell you firsthand is that CTEC, the affiliate of Norfolk that came to test the air, was followed by the EPA. And what I can tell you is that we said, can the EPA by themselves come into our kennel? We do not sign this paper. And can they test themselves? Because they're a government organization that has the ability, they had the testing equipment with them. And the answer was absolutely not. It's amazing. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're not able to, uh, we're not able to hold people liable for, like vaccine companies. Yeah, like vaccine companies. Uh, you know, they, we were supposed to uh, take the vaccine. Many were actually compelled to take the vaccine. And uh, and the companies that made the vaccine supposedly or at least distributed the vaccine uh, and were well rewarded by our government, uh, they are held uh, unliable, not liable for the damages it caused. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Oh, and then and then today, I guess Pete Buttigieg decided to blame Donald Trump and uh, Donald Trump policies for that. And uh, there were some people on the uh, ground in uh, East Palestine, and they uh, they had none of that. How frustrated are you at the situation right now and the failure of what it appears to be people to the lack of response? I'm very upset with it. Their lack of transparency through the whole deal. Um, is unbelievable. But the biggest scare is you don't know what's going to happen in the future. And and you just don't know. You just don't know. Department of Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, is blaming Trump for this. That's ridiculous. How can you blame Trump for what's happening here? It's nobody's fault but Norfolk Southern. It's absurd. Um, only, only, only Pistol Pete could be that absurd. <laughs> Trump hasn't been there for three years. <laughs> I mean, how can you blame somebody that hasn't been on the switch for three years? You know, it's amazing all of the things that are going wrong in the country, and none of it is Joe Biden's fault. <laughs> none of this is Joe Biden's fault. He hasn't taken claim for inflation. He hasn't claimed. And by the way, they made big, uh, big deal out of uh, spending. In January increasing. Well, you know why that is? Let me explain why the spending in January increased. Because you see in December, which is the exclamation point on the fourth quarter, which, by the way, is driven by Christians buying presents. That's just the way it is. That's that fourth quarter. That's why they call it uh, you're getting into the uh, black. Uh, black Friday, for instance. All these happy Christians going out and buying presents for one another and all their generosity. And this goes from, you know, uh, air fryers to cars, the whole deal. Well, people weren't buying as much, but they did in January. You know why? Because everybody goes on sale. Everything goes on sale in January. That's what I think. That's my, and you know what? I think I'm a little more in touch with, uh, with things than uh, Joe Biden, who's been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years and hasn't seen the inside of a grocery store in probably as long. Oh, by the way, CPS reported this, uh, this year, um, they, they say that the fear that the drinking water has been contaminated, uh, the reason being is the Ohio EPA indicated in 2019, listen to this, that East Palestine's source of drinking water has a high susceptibility of contamination because the lack of clay helping protect the aquifer and the presence of significant potential contaminant sources in the protection area. Meaning that if these uh, train cars leaked into the ground, 
it's going to go down and it's going to get into the water supply post haste. So uh, I would venture to say that uh, while the powers that be ushered the people in East Palestine back into their homes and Mike DeWine, the worthless governor of Ohio, said just drink the bottled water, I would venture to say we may find out sooner or later that East Palestine is no longer safe to live in. I, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, who the heck knows? But uh, my gut tells me that a group of people who are willing to take uh, tankers and let them heat up and not keep water on them and then drain the tanks, instead just decide to set fire to them and let all the toxic chemicals explode into a mushroom cloud above a town, I'm thinking maybe they don't have a lot of credibility on this. So... Uh, you know, right now, what I would suggest is that you uh, hang tight. Uh, I would also venture to say don't go giving your money to an organization until you know that they're actually going to help the people of East Palestine. There are some national charities in the past that have gathered a bleep ton of money after 9-11 and whatnot, and they never did anything for the residents. Uh, I would venture to say you hang tight and uh, and see what you, can, uh, what you can do and who you can help. I'm a big Salvation Army guy, but uh, I'm waiting. I'm going to sit on this until we find out exactly what we can do for the folks in East Palestine, Ohio. All right? Okay. Let's move on to other stuff. It's kind of interesting. 50% of Americans say the national media intends to mislead, misinform, and persuade the public. As just 35% say most news organizations can be relied on. This is according to Gallup, by the way. This is according to uh, Gallup. It's kind, of, uh, it's kind of interesting. And I think you know this too, right? I think you know this, and I think, unfortunately, a lot of people are beginning to realize this. And don't you suppose that maybe... Maybe the mainstream media and the government and big social media, they know that. They know that people look at MSNBC and CNN and they go, really? Really? They're not doing this to Newsmax and they're not doing this to OAN. They turn to OAN because they're tired of the lies on the mainstream media and they want to hear a different perspective. And I would venture to say that some of the, like Newsmax, you know, I know that a lot of the hosts are conservative, but there are a lot, a lot, a lot of folks there that really want the truth. And the mainstream media isn't giving it to you. Honestly, think about it. CBS didn't have a story about le legitimacy of Hunter Biden's laptop until a couple months ago. The FBI had it in 2019. The New York Post had it before the election of 2020. And CBS just reported a couple months ago. You see what I mean? The Russian disinformation thing where they said that uh, uh, Donald Trump was uh, colluding with Russia. It was a lie. It was created by Hillary Clinton, the Democrat Party, and the FBI. They literally, they were going to pay Christopher Steele a million dollars of your tax money so he'd say that the, the Steele dossier was legit. And Christopher Steele said, no, I can't because it's not legit. And uh, organizations like MSNBC touted the Russian disinformation, or not the Russian, but the Russia collusion hoax for at least two years. And after that happened and after the 2020 election happened, Newsmax ratings went through the ceiling. Because people were looking for the truth.
26% of Americans have a favorable view of, uh, view of the, the news media, the lowest level recorded in the last five years of the poll. 53% hold an unfavorable view. 35% of residents say national news organizations like CNN, MSNBC, The Washington Post care more about pushing cultural activism than reporting news that interests their readers, viewers, or listeners. There you go. On the other side of this break, a little bit on uh, what's going on with Newsmax. You guys are making a difference. Big things are happening, and it's unbelievably powerful for those who feel like you're being ignored or uh, like you can't do anything uh, with regard to all of the things that are happening. You are making a difference on this front. And uh, Ted Cruz talked about it last night with Rob Schmidt. I'm going to share the audio, among other things. This is a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Opinions are easy. Entertaining? Not so much. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show, and Nikki Haley announced her presidency, uh, I should say her nomination. No. Her candidacy. There you go for uh, for President of the United States. We will share the, uh, well, what a lot of people are saying about it, including she has no chance, like I said yesterday. Uh, I will share that, uh, including a, a new ad, apparently, uh, that shows just what a rhino she is and what an anti-Trumper she is. That's coming up, but... Uh Let's talk a little bit about censorship and what you're doing for Newsmax on DirecTV. Call up them yo-yos. That's the way you do it. Cancel service with DirecTV. Call and complain. Tell them come get it. That's the way you do it. Send your dish back to DirecTV. They drop Newsmax. That's the way they do it. Bunch of commies run DirecTV. I do harmony. Liberal networks that have no viewers, they're getting money from DirecTV. DirecTV, it's time that you dump them and cancel service with AT&T. Let's make them pay for their dumb decisions. Let's pull the plug on DirecTV. Now, apparently, uh, you're starting to have a major impact on DirecTV. And what I'd like you to do, if you do call 877-NEWSMAX, NEWSMAX is going to, they're going to get you in touch with uh, your representative. If you want to call your representative and say, hey, uh, enough with the censorship nonsense. Uh, put DirecTV back on. Fight for us, will you? Uh, otherwise, you can get in touch with DirecTV. I, I'm encouraging you to be polite and just say, hey, uh, I, you know, if you want to keep me as a customer, put uh, NEWSMAX back on. If you do that, that would be, uh, that would be huge because, honestly, Look at all the news that's been uh, not covered by networks. Do you want DirecTV and others to force you to watch things that are going to continue to lie to you about everything? CNN, MSNBC, fine examples of that. Choice is good. Competing in the arena of ideas good. It just makes journalism better. Ted Cruz last and light night was on uh, with Rob Schmidt. Rob Schmidt has a fantastic show. I was on his show last night as well on Rob Schmidt's show. Uh, I wasn't in the A block because, you know, Ted Cruz was in it. But here's what Ted Cruz has to say about uh, DirecTV and, uh, and the progress you're making. So we have not gotten a response yet. The deadline was today. Their legal teams have told us they're going to get the response in by the end of the day today. So I am anticipating a response. And, and I think what DirecTV did was, was indefensible. It is deeply concerning. I'm, I'm a big fan of Newsmax. I think you all do a terrific job. And, and I think the well, American people need outlets where, where truth can be heard. You've got the vast bulk of, of, of TV stations lean left or hard left. They are partisan 
propagandists for the hard left. They're only a handful of right of center stations. Yeah. And as I pointed out in the letter I sent to AT&T and Direct TV, a year ago, Democrat members of Congress wrote a letter to AT&T saying there are three major right-of-center cable news stations. Meaning this was a political decision by Democrats in D.C. and their uh, sycophants in corporate America. Fox News, Newsmax, and OAN. And they asked, asked DirecTV to deplatform all three of them. Right. Well, in the year that has followed, OAN has been deplatformed, which they did about a year ago, and now Newsmax has been deplatformed. And it is a clear effort, I think, to restrict consumers' choice. What I told the CEO of DirecTV, the outcome I want to see is Newsmax back on the air on DirecTV because there are millions of Texans that want the choice of being able to, to watch Newsmax and being a actually able to hear fair and balanced reporting. You know, uh, the First Amendment has caused us to be the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of the world. It allowed for a free press that would hold those in power accountable. Right now, our free press doesn't do that. So not only does Newsmax, does OAN, does Fox News hold those in power accountable, they also are holding those in the media who tow the party line and say that opposing viewpoints are misinformation and disinformation. So uh, organizations like Newsmax are literally holding the mainstream media accountable and big tech accountable for the lies that the government tells them to parrot. Here's a little bit more from Senator Ted Cruz. You know, I'm, I'm confident that they're going, going to respond. I, I am in this new Congress, the ranking member of the Senate Commerce Committee, which has jurisdiction over about half of the U.S. economy, including oh, yeah, jurisdiction over broadcasters, jurisdictions over telecommunications. And, and so they have committed to me they're going to respond. The letter was sent alongside Lindsey Graham, who is the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, on which I also serve. And so for the two of us together, and we were also joined by Mike Lee and Tom Cotton, uh, I have 100% certainty we have their attention and they're taking it seriously. They've committed that they're going to have a full and detailed response, and so I look forward to seeing what they have to say and then acting accordingly based on their response. Yeah, 877 Newsmax, just call and uh, and they will connect you if you get in touch with DirecTV. Uh, you don't be polite because the customer service reps, they, uh, you know, they got to deal with phone calls from angry people all the time. So just say, hey, man, listen, uh, I, I like DirecTV. Uh, I like having the dish, whatever. Uh, put Newsmax back on. Let's just bring this down. Let's get us back on, and let's resume. 877 Newsmax is the uh, the number to call if you want to help them out. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Carson. If you don't know already, I am live in the famed Rush Limbaugh slot, noon to 3 Eastern Standard Time on talk radio stations across the country, and the replay of every show is available everywhere you find podcasts. Just search Rob Carson Show. Make sure to check out my TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World. Follow me on social media, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Stupid, stupid. 